0: Good afternoon, at least it's afternoon here in Richland, Michigan. Yes, it is. And it's currently about 82 degrees. It's August 23. Wow. And I'm in the studio with Dr. Rob Cook. It's Mindful Conversations with Matt and Rob, and we are happy that you have tuned in to today's episode. Yes, thank you very much. Well, the good news for our listeners is that we have come to agree to disagree, (laughs) From our last two episodes, we have finally wrestled each other down (laughs) to a compromise. And we're no longer wrestling, causing anxiety for Sandy or all of our other colleagues. We've settled our dispute. Yes. We used all of the techniques that were afforded to us. On the podcast. (laughs) On the podcast. So make sure you listen to those last two episodes, I think 32 and 33. And um, with Cliff Berry, great episodes talking about the concept of using disagreement to foster a sense of connection. Yes. And today's topic is a little bit similar to that. We're staying in a theme of connection. Yes. Yes. And our topic is the hard side of love. That's how I,
1: yeah, that's how I like to conceptualize the hard side of love, a
0: difficult challenge of loving. Yeah. So why don't we begin to unpack the concept of love? If there is a hard side of love, is there a soft side of love?
1: Well, if you look at some of the books in literature, they would say definitely. Yeah. You know? And before we went on the air, whatever you call it, I was sharing with Matt an article about the hard and soft side of love. And the soft side is opening up to others, feeling and expressing love, allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, um, you know, healing from past pains. That seems a little more on the difficult side to me, but... On the hard side, they defined it as setting clear boundaries, protecting our personal space, taking responsibility for ourselves and not others, um, saying no, making our own choices regardless of what others think. And that's how this group particularly defined the hard side of love, Mm -hmm. which I would see as maturity, not the hard side of love. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. I would guess that most people have a maybe fictional view of the concept of love and they would be informed of love in a multitude of ways. Like what is married love? Yeah. Um, What is it to love uh, a child? What is it to love um, my job? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. What is it to love spaghetti? Yeah, we're food guys. We like food. Yes. We like to eat at Ned's up on the north side of Gold Lake. Yeah, but I mean, everybody has a different, but you know, the reality is Jesus says, okay, love your neighbor as yourself. So there's a love. Yeah. And in Corinthians, the famous one for
1: Paul, love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not insist on its own way. It's not arrogant or boastful.
0: Yeah, so there's there's lots of concepts, but the mastery of love is difficult, and we don't oftentimes realize to this topic today, we don't realize there's a hard side to this love triangle. Agreed.
1: I think in the States we kind of have this Disney-ish, to your point, concept of love, where love is happily ever after. And I think that... that creates an unrealistic expectation. It There is a hard side of love that is birthed out of a raw commitment and a choice to care about someone
0: beyond myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think of, I mean, the immediate thing that comes to mind when it comes to love, it it is to my wife and my kids. Those, those are the people closest to me. And I have deep love. And yet, I realize that love, they often say, is an adjective Mm -hmm. or a verb. Or a verb, right? It's a verb. And the reality is, there has to be some form of measurable action associated with that. The way my wife or kids experience me is going to determine for them how much love was rendered in their direction. Yes. Yeah. And to, to this point, I don't think Emma is ever going to listen to any of these podcasts, even though their dad is like a super world <laughs> famous podcaster. Um, you know, this weekend we were down in Indianapolis and we were... Um, Watching her perform with Morrisville University, they have a draft horse, uh, Belgium draft horse program, only one in the country. Oh, that's cool. Only collegiate draft horse um, team competing, in this case, in the Nationals, which was down at the Indiana (coughs) State Fairground. And, you know, there's one thing about a state fair, there's lots of food. Yep. So we're down there in the midst of 5 billion people. (laughs) and there's nothing but food constant food so we ate a little bit we enjoyed that but we were there to see Emma and she was dealing with a conflict and and so I came alongside her to deal with that conflict but it was in love and it was kind of the hard side of love like Mm -hmm. you're describing where there was some conflict yeah not so much between me and her or, or her and mom and dad, but between her and another individual. And she had to guide through that. So I came alongside her and wanted to show my love for her by being present. Yeah. While she was working through this conflict and knowing that this conflict is good and healthy Ultimately, Mm -hmm. it can be.
1: Oh, yeah. It can facilitate intimacy if managed well.
0: And so here we are managing it, and I could sense that she really felt secure. She would have to validate that for herself, but I could sense, and she told me that she felt secure with me taking lead on a particular point in this conflict that she was dealing with. And again, I wasn't doing it for her, but I needed to model for her some things And it was love toward this other person. Right. But it was hard.
1: Yeah. And that's where I personally think about uh, how can I say this? Your story illustrates for me the at least some of the components for the hard side of love. Like as a marriage and family person working with marriages all the time. By the time, and you know this, by the time they get into our center, there's so many hurts and um, issues that the couple is confronting. Yet, for those couples who are staying in the process of transformation through counseling, you see the hard side of love. They're more authentic. They're more honest with each other. And they will say things that maybe need to have been said or should have been said years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, this is the hard side of love where you see the raw, the authentic, um, the conflict, and the element of suffering. You're saying things to me I don't necessarily want to hear, but because of my love for you, I will entertain and hear these things.
0: So just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not love. Exactly. So we often say the the term, um, I need to administer tough love. Yeah. To, let's say, a loved one, like a child. And, you know, I can't give them their popsicle. Yeah. So by denying them their popsicle, I need to show them tough love. Yeah, and
1: that was popular think you focus on the family in the 70s that, and moving, you know, 70s, 80s, this tough love kind of concept. And it might be six of one and a half dozen of another. I'm not debating that. But regardless, if your concept, your definition of love only involves the cute and cuddly and doesn't involve the giving and receiving of correction, the Horse pills that from time to time we have to swallow because we care about each other, then I would say your definition of love is incomplete. Hmm.
0: That's normal. Yeah. I mean, that sounds to me when you describe that, that sounds like a normal human being. That, that exactly. I, I am incomplete.
1: Yeah. But when it involves another person and I say, I love you. And I'm not honest with you or I don't respect you enough to be appropriate in my confrontation with you or share my concerns with you, even though they're hard or tough. If oh, I withhold yeah. that in that context, I should be careful about saying I love you because my my love for you is not complete
0: Yeah, I think the issue here is people can't relate to hard love or tough love from a posture of need. Like this is actually needed to be able to express my love in ways that do represent difficulty, suffering, or pain. We don't know. We've often said that. We don't understand how to have a healthy relationship with difficulty, pain, or suffering. Yeah, and
1: those are really mechanisms of intimacy or connectedness. It, for me, it goes a step further, I think, because I associate this hard side of love with respect. Yeah, I, I don't want to be around people who don't know how to do this because, quite frankly, I'm not that good or that healthy. Yeah, So I need people in my life who are going to say, you know what? we need to talk about something and it's, and it's hard, but I love you. Yeah. I care about you enough to kind of have this conversation to duke it out.
0: Yeah. But, but again,
1: that relates back to maturity. I, yeah, but I see everything through a mature lens. I, I really think that that is the issue. You're right. The more mature I am, the greater I will manage the conflicts like we talked about in the previous podcast, but the the quicker I will run to this hard side of love. Yeah. Especially if the relationship is important to me.
0: Oh, I think that's key. Yeah. The value of the relationship defines how honest you can be and knowing that I can have vulnerability based trust. Yep. Will allow me to be transparent, truthful, knowing that i won't that that won't be used against me right which i think is more rare agreed for example i was part of a i was part of a staff meeting and we were discussing the issues that were on the table and because the team has created a significant sense of vulnerability based trust from patrick Lencioni, the book, The Advantage or the Five Dysfunctions of yep. the Team. The idea that if that exists, if trust exists, then conflict is nothing more than the pursuit of something that benefits the team. Oh, yeah. And so it can be sticky, it can be difficult, because as always, the concept of differentiation that you mentioned before we started recording. I know that I'm going to be different than you. I have a different view on the situation. The question is, can I be authentic in my understanding of the situation? And can I get you to understand where I'm coming from? I'm not asking you to agree with me. Right. I'm just asking you to understand my position. And I want to afford you the same thing. Is that part of the hard side of love that to me is the maturity that
1: enables the hard side if i did something that offended you or if we're in a long standing relationship and the conflicts keep mounting cuz i think emotions are cumulative and this is what we'll see in couples they will f- they will for the first time say things to each other that they have they should have been saying right along. And it doesn't feel good. The hard side of love has this element where it doesn't always look or feel like love, but it is the hard side of love. It is every bit of love as anything else. Yeah, you know, um, And if I if I care, or about this marriage if i care about this brotherhood or my relationship with my sister i i am i am required to develop the maturity that will allow me the allow me to go into this hard side of love when the when the context or the need is required we have to have this difficult conversation and i don't know that i'm doing a good job of articulating it but it really comes true and when you see marriage counseling work where they're 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 struggling with years of neglect or rejection or something like that and they keep working through it working through it working through it doesn't feel good doesn't look like love doesn't um nobody wants this to happen, so they don't run to it. But here they are working with a therapist through those hard situations. And I like to point out to them, that's the hard side of love and action. For Jesus, it, it, it nailed them to a cross. Yeah. Right? Right? Um, he dealt with the emotionality of the cross in the Garden of Gethsemane. Uh, he dealt with the relationship with his dad in there too. Father, if at all possible, take this cup from me. But the 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 suffering because of love, that's a hard side of love.
0: Mm. Suffering is a big part of this.
1: I think so. Yeah. Enduring pain. Um, and to your point, curating safety Sandy shared this quote with me this morning, and it says, it's easier to penalize me for my reaction to your behavior than it is for you to own that you solicited that response by how you treated me. Yeah. The hard side of love doesn't penalize, it owns. Yeah. Say that again. The hard side of love doesn't penalize you for being honest with me or correcting me. I, I cultivate the maturity to own it, to test it, to wrestle with it.
0: Oh, so you're saying then that the hard side of love has to also be connected to respect. Oh, totally. I think it's brought to you by respect. Because I respect you, I can love you in these deeper, more painful ways. You can, you,
1: yeah. You, yeah, you're willing to risk. The hard side of love is willing to risk a relationship by virtue of honesty. So you're confronting me. Like if we just use you and I, if we screw up our relationship, we have a lot to lose. Yeah. And my life would not be better for it.
0: Well, world domination would be possible. <laughs> That would, like, exactly. ru- that would ruin my life.
1: <laughs> but when when there's a lot at stake and you risk these conversations or discussions with me and I don't notice that or I'm in clueless about it or I'm immature with it, then I retaliate. I penalize you mm-hmm. for your honesty. That's That's not love.
0: Yeah, if if you're listening to this message and maybe you're hopeful you're following the logic of our conversation, our mindful conversation. And if they are,
1: maybe they should tell us.
0: (laughs) If you're following along with this, the, the, the thought I have is what are you, what comes to your mind about tough love or the hard side of love? Is it something you avoid? Yeah. Is it? something that you are just uncomfortable with and don't know how to navigate through it. Maybe it's in a relationship with a spouse, maybe a child, maybe um, an extended family member. We see a lot of that. Maybe it's at work. So many work relationships have difficulty where there isn't the respect. Right. There can't be the truthfulness, but it always and I think this is important to emphasize, it always comes back to you on a personal level. You have a right to love well. Yeah. And when you love well, it means sometimes you may have to address truly harmful behaviors. Yes. Whether that is you and what you're doing in your behavior or what's being done to you. But that's going to have to come from your own self-confidence. Yeah. And your own sense of maturity. So it it, it is, this is always tethered back to identity. I think so. And maturity. It also includes self-acceptance, which is part of self-worth. Yeah. Which is part of the model. Um, It's about being grounded. I've been really exhorting people lately on the concept of grounding because There are so many things that get us dysregulated that that's going to put us in a position where we can't act in love in deeper ways like this. Right. It
1: will sabotage it. Proverbs says it like this. Deceitful are the kisses of an enemy. Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Love, healthy love, generates pain. Yeah. On a broken planet. There's no other option. If I make the choice to love you, I will be hurt on some level in that process or in
0: that choice. That is so good. Like you're giving us permission to say in relationship, the reality is I'm going to experience pain.
1: Exactly. Because I am not that good. You will have to confront me about the times where I am inappropriate or I abuse my power or whatever it may be. I have to cultivate the maturity. There is no such thing as love in my mind without pain. Oh, this is really
0: good. I like this level of exploring the hard side of love. You're suggesting that in relationship, it's it's now a guarantee you're going to experience pain. You've often said that we get wounded in relationship and we get healed in relationship. Yeah. It's through relationship that we live and move and have our being.
1: I think so. It is the
0: context of life from my perception. And so I almost want to revise if I ever were to marry somebody again, I've done a few marriages. It's like, I would want this to be the context of the marriage vow. Yeah. Like you're marrying somebody that you don't fully know. Right. This And we do say it. And, and, you know, I will love this person in sickness and in health. Better for worse. For better for worse. So I think we say it tongue in cheek. But I think a real serious pause would be you are going to experience pain in this relationship.
1: Yes. I I talk about it in my premarital. There is no such thing as a a loving relationship without some type of pain yeah it, it can't happen we're we're fallible we're on a broken planet and we like to pretend we like to pretend that these hard the work of relationship is somehow you
0: know casual or shallow and i don't i don't believe that okay so we're on our way down to indianapolis on friday morning we're driving my car. Odin is at home with our good friend Jordan. So he's being taken care of. Odin's getting ready to go to Nationals. The, okay. the big superstar dog. <laughs> he is such a diva. He's going to nationals. Yeah. He's such a we call him, I mean, he's a marauder. He's a turd because he just marauds you, if you know what that term means. He just overwhelms you with his physical body and just yep. Paws get everywhere. Anyways, we're driving down, looking forward to spending time with Emma. And I'm driving, and I'm cranky. Okay, I'm cranky. I more than usual. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm driving, and I'm kind of speeding. I kind <laughs> I, I kind of got that like road rage <laughs> attitude going, and I can tell that Deanne is picking up on the energy. Like, and the, so I came up on. We were on I-69 going south, and there's a, there's a semi-truck in the right lane. I'm in the right lane. There's another semi-truck in the left lane. He's passing super slow. I'm getting more and more irritated. <laughs> and, and so finally the truck passes the truck on the right, and there's another truck. Well, I slip around and get around the truck on the left lane and bolt my way in, which kind of freaked Dean out. It was an adrenaline rush for me, but I knew I was guilty. I'm, right. I'm, uh, and so I, I become self-aware of my grumpiness. And I, I pull off on an exit. I go into a Starbucks. I get a warm latte. I get back on the highway, and I'm now back to the speed limit. Like, And I'm like, what's going on? I'm saying this to my head. Because my wife knew something was up, but my wife, to stay in love with me, think of love as a spherical space in that car, I was a threat. Yes. It was painful to live with my dysfunction. And so thankfully, thank you, Lord, I was able to be aware of my grumpiness. And I self-corrected and started talking to her as I sipped my latte About what I was feeling and what I was thinking. And as I was debriefing with her, I came to understand the basis of my grumpiness was the morning was very compacted and my margins were very, very lean, which I know I don't like. I need space in the morning. And that set me up to be grumpy. But I became responsible and I articulated to her that I was sorry for that. But what she appreciated was I took responsibility. Yeah. So it might've required her to say, I'm tired of you being irritating. I'm tired of you being grumpy. But somehow I had the maturity to eke out a confession.
1: Yes. Is that
0: the hard side of love, self-love? What is that?
1: That to me, if she had confronted you about your grumpiness... That would have been the hard side of love because she's pointing out to you something that you may or may not be aware of, but you have the respect and trust for her to submit to that, and then you, course, correct. Your story illustrates a part of that where I'm now self-correcting. That can be a hard side of love. I'm just doing it on me.
0: Yeah, it cost me five bucks for the latte.
1: I was just thinking of the power of a latte. I don't drink lattes. I didn't realize they were so powerful. Well, the,
0: the reason why I did it, it was grounding. Yes. I needed to stop. Yeah. I needed to get something in my hands. I needed to drink something that was hot and that was sweet. Yeah. I needed to activate my senses because I was dysregulated. Yeah. So there's the clinical term for being grumpy. And so I needed to ground myself, reset myself in order not to be a threat to Deanne because we were getting ready to go enjoy a weekend away.
1: Right. And the hard side of love would have been confronting that dysregulation and you loving would have been to stop, to pause, to entertain the possibility
0: because she had something to risk if she confronted you. Yeah. Here we go. This is it. I don't think we've got that in our economy where that could have happened that day where Deanne would have felt safe enough to push in to me and said, Hey buddy, right. What's up? You're cranky. Yeah. And I probably would have gotten more pissed. That's exactly. And if we could stay in it as mature adults, we might be able to fight it out. And I might've ended up in the same, or would it have escalated my, irritation
1: but the hard side of love risks that escalation that sounds risky it is totally risky and that's why you have to make judgments about maturity you can't just march off into the hard side of love because most of us don't cultivate the maturity to to give and receive that correction faithful are the wounds of a friend deceitful are the
0: kisses of the enemy i would rather avoid you in your grumpiness Oh, I mean, totally. Right. Right. Get get away from this person. You're you're like you're like messing up my chi. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So our point or my point is to to wrestle with it, however you define love, if it doesn't involve this hard side, if it's only sweet and sugary um, and it doesn't involve some type of uh, pain and suffering, which we don't like then I think the definition of love is one-sided. It's not complete. Yeah. Jesus suffered for all humanity. So if you use him as a template, love cost him dearly. Love
0: covers a multitude of sin.
1: That's exactly right. And so we're not mitigating. So
0: is, is, this, is this tough love or this hard side of love tolerant?
1: I think it knows when to be tolerant and when not to be. I think that's a discernment factor. It's like, but, but it is always patient. I think so too. It's not rude. No, you're not. The tough side of love or the hard side of love approaches the object of love in this case, another person, with patience, with respect.
0: So we we can avoid this. But it's preferred that we learn how to lean into this. I think so, because I don't know
1: anyone who would be so good to avoid it all the time. In your story, you self-corrected. That's the best case scenario. I, I do believe that. I do believe that we have to have personal responsibility. I do too. And I'm saying that the personal responsibility shines when you
0: engage in the tough side of love with me. Yeah, you always invite that. You do. I, see, I try to. I, I can see that for the past five years. You've always invited people to push back. But that wasn't comfortable for me in the beginning because I didn't have any context for an authority figure that I could push back on that authority figure.
1: Yeah. It, I, ha- I
0: had to learn that that would be safe. That took time. Yeah, that does take time. I'm sure there's people who are listening. Maybe there's a wife or a girlfriend that's listening and they're like, oh, yeah. I don't think I could do that to my husband. Oh, no. Or like it's too unsafe. And and correct in your assessment, it may not be safe for you to push in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That doesn't mean, though,
1: I can't cultivate. I can't cultivate. I, I can. The tough side of love for me also involves the element of listening to dissenting voices. So it's you're not safe for me, but I do have to entertain potentially your observations that's a maturity factor that's that that's probably more maturity than the tough side of love but the reality is you're right if if a person is not safe then you must you must do what you have to to garner some measure of safety and frequently for many of us it's keeping our mouth shut
0: yeah and that's why i think this this topic of the hard side of love is reserved for those who are mature. Yep. This is a disclaimer for the hard side of love. You need to be mature to do this.
1: Yeah. And both have to be, um, I wouldn't say equally mature, but to your point, mature enough to engage in this.
0: You, you wrote down in our notes, dealing or living with mystery. Yes. Can you describe what it would what it means to live with the mystery of the hard side of love? I yeah I can try.
1: Um, for me personally, there's an element where I have to accept a person as is. Um, I kind of have to accept myself as is. We're not talking about mitigating growth, but living with a mystery. Or the uncertainty, Um, you know. I am struggling because I don't exactly know how to articulate it. When you're dealing with the hard side of love, there, there's a mystery in how a person will respond, Mm -hmm. positive or negative. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm risking a lot by talking to you. I'm risking a lot by. Uh, pointing my concerns out. I'm risking a lot and it doesn't always feel loving. So part of that mystery is I trust that you are loving when it doesn't feel
0: like it. There's the mystery that exactly. I have to trust that the process will produce the hoped outcome.
1: Not the, yeah, the hoped outcome. And I have to recognize that when I'm on the hard side of love, it doesn't always look and feel very loving, however, it is. Yeah, it, it's a kind of
0: like it takes pain to fix pain. Yeah. Again, I'm, I keep repeating it, but that's an outcome of maturity. I believe so too. So our listeners are hearing the same message that they hear consistently: maturity that leads toward intimacy in relationship is is core to what we teach. Um, last thought is tough love or hard love includes hard commitments. I I have to stay committed in this process.
1: Yeah, I believe so. And I, I think we struggle with commitment because we're, we're self-centered and basically immature. but it's, there has to be a foundation in which to launch hard or tough love. That foundation in my mind is a solid commitment. Yeah. I I don't, you know, it mitigates the risk. I can talk to you openly and honestly about hard things because I believe you're committed to the relationship. You're not just going to throw it away, delete it or cancel it.
0: Right. Yeah, there it is again. Respect and trust is the breeding ground for honest and truthful love. Yeah. Yeah. Whether it includes honesty about difficult topics or or things like that, but oftentimes people are in relationships that are difficult to stay in. Yeah. And here's where the hard commitment I think plays out. Yeah. That you're staying committed to something that is difficult. Right. Don't jump ship too quickly. No. As long as your well being is not threatened. Right. Oftentimes love is committed through the difficult moments until you can see more clearly. Yeah. So the hard side of love stays committed. I believe so. Under reasonable circumstances. Yes. Right.
1: And sometimes not not personal violence, but sometimes under not so reasonable circumstances. Right. But that's contextually defined.
0: It is. And this is why we always advocate you need companions on this journey. Yes. You need to find safe, honest, healthy, helpful companions to do this journey with.
1: I think so, too. Can't
0: do it alone. Preferred don't do it alone. Any closing thoughts on the hard side of love, Dr. Rob?
1: No, I I think we covered it. I mean, at least it's
0: um, priming the pump. Well, It's been a pleasure to be able to be behind the microphone with you at this wonderful studio. And we thank you for tuning into mindful conversations with Matt and Rob. We look forward to bringing you our next topic. Probably going to be talking about relationships and love. Hope you have a great afternoon, morning, wherever it may lead you. Blessings.